Occupy a Job on Wall Street is an autobiographical novel about New York City in the aughts, centering around a protagonist mentored by sociopaths. Episode 16, Time's Up. Before I get into this one, I'd like to do two things. Number one, encourage you to listen to episode three before you continue. And secondly, dispense with this commonly held idea that there's some great institutional bias against women in the United States. Don't believe me? Well, of course you don't. I didn't believe it myself until I looked at the numbers. Consider this. If you adjust for hours worked, as well as for the presence of marriage and kids, women make 20% more than men in the United States. That's right. Women get paid one-fifth more money for doing the same job. Women live around five years longer than men, a gap that cannot be explained by biology but has to be related to environmental factors. Women started graduating college in greater numbers than men back in 1982. That was 36 years ago, people. Almost 50% more women are graduating with college degrees than men right now, a gap that is projected to widen. But if you're a woman and listening to this, I want you to think about something. Your son, husband, or father is more likely to die from heart disease, cancer, lung disease, a stroke, diabetes, liver or kidney disease, Parkinson's, influenza, pneumonia, and is 400% more likely than a woman to commit suicide. In fact, the only thing you're more at risk from is Alzheimer's and, well, breast cancer, I guess. But you have boobs! If I could sit around all weekend and play with my boobs while avoiding 14 out of the 15 leading causes of death during the week? Well, I'd like to think most men would be just fine with that. Men are 200% more likely to die in accidents. Accidents! How is that possibly fucking fair? If there's a sexism bias, it's against men. Polls show men are almost twice as likely to prefer a daughter to a son. Mothers are only 24% more likely, but they still prefer daughters. Think about that for a bit. Now before you think I've taken the red pill or joined some alt-right group, a little context is in order. I personally think all our politicians are charlatans and narcissists who care about nothing but their own self-aggrandizement. I've voted Democratic, Republican, Libertarian, and even the Green Party in the past 20 years. But it doesn't change the fact that American men face more challenges and more institutional bias than women, and that's just a fact. But not on Wall Street. Wall Street is the last bastion of male dominance in an area where there's no reason women can't be just as successful as men. Now how on earth did we pull this off? I've been thinking about this a lot lately, and it really does come down to a hostile workplace environment. Not just hostile for women, mind you, but hostile for everyone. Let me give you an example. My first job on Wall Street, people just christened me stupid. Not as an occasional adjective, someone on the desk decided it would be my actual name one day because I assumed the symbol for Intel stock was INTL when it was actually INTC. Boom. Your name is stupid for the next 12 months. Imagine coming into work. Morning, stupid. Get the phone, stupid. Pick up that ticket, stupid. What do you want for lunch, stupid? Pass that pen, stupid. Hey, stupid, want to go grab coffees for us? Call UBS for a look in Intel, stupid. Market is closed, stupid. Have a good night, stupid. Now, I was stupid back then. My body flooded with testosterone, something I now refer to as the dumb drug. Testosterone is one of the reasons men face the plethora of problems I mentioned earlier and why women are outperforming us in just about every metric that matters in this country. Of course, there's a good reason for hazing. It's Wall Street's way of training you to handle the criticism it takes to be successful in a high-pressure job. But hazing means different things to the different sexes. Hazing amongst men is a prerequisite for success and a test of whether you can be trusted. Hazing amongst women is the opposite. It's a way women exclude each other from a larger group. 
The reality is that most women just wouldn't put up with that sort of environment back during the aughts. And now that you can't get away with even mild teasing on trading desks, you can bet women are coming for our jobs on Wall Street. And they're going to get them. Episode 17 of Occupy a Job on Wall Street will be out soon. Please subscribe to listen. And hey, if you're a woman listening to this, well, enjoy your extra five years on the planet. And be nice to the men around you before we accidentally kill ourselves doing that stupid thing you warned us repeatedly not to do.